this is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. Hey, everybody. I am having some internet issues. So if it's a glitchy, super sorry. I don't know what to do about it (laughs) because I just did what all I know to do. We have like a blizzard happening here. So I'm wondering if like the ice and the lines might be affecting internet speed. Anyway, what we're going to talk about, I think is super exciting because we're actually going to give you guys a framework for helping your kids and yourself identify thought patterns that are not in line with truth that are not in line with heaven and letting your emotions and your feelings point you to that discovery and then getting breakthrough in those areas. So it's funny how the Lord is just so kind to us to give us things like just, you know, fresh. So Sarah was listening to a teaching recently and it was talking about how, um, if you're believing a lie, then to find the truth, you just need to flip the lie. It's just the opposite of the lie. And so we were talking about that and that kind of brought us through this like conversation of how, what does this mean to us? What, how does this help us as moms? Um, how can we pass this down to our kids and give them the, the tools and the emotional intelligence to identify lies and replace them with truth so that our worldview and our mindset, just the way we, we operate is in line with truth and in line with what God says. And it made me think Sarah back, um, gosh, it's been 10 years ago now when I was a single mom and had come out of like a really dysfunctional relationship, I had to really intentionally renew my mind and rewire my thinking. Because if any of you have ever been in any kind of dysfunction, whether it was the way you grew up, maybe something with your, your family or in a marriage or whatever, any kind of relationship, you know, that sometimes when you're in it, you don't see it because it, it becomes your normal. And so you don't know it. You're believing lies because the lies are your normal. And you have to almost sometimes be removed or put in a new situation. So for me, a lot of this started to happen, even with my operating system, when I started to get involved with families who were living the kingdom way, and I saw the way their families interacted and the way they operated and what they believed. And I'm like, oh man, I've been believing things that are not true. And so that begins the process of renewing your mind, but you don't know you're believing lies until you get the revelation that it's a lie. So how do we actually do that 
as moms? And then how do we help our kids identify that they're believing a lie? And so what we, we think is that one of the best ways to, to uncover if you're believing a lie, or if there's a lie that's still like in your operating system is to let your emotions be indicators. Sometimes our tendency is to stuff our emotions and, and like avoid I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. I'm feeling hopeless. I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling even a little depressed. We want to be like, no, I'm, I have joy. I'm happy. Everything's fine. Like I'm the thermostat, not the thermometer. So I want to be on, you know, 10 out of 10 all the time. And actually one of the most kingdom things you can do as a mom is no, you know, whatever you're feeling isn't wrong and to lean into it. So Sarah, can you, I know you have a thousand things you could speak into this, but just how our emotions can be indicators and how to walk through that process of uncovering lies and replacing them with truth. Yeah. I think that, you know, especially if you come from like a more charismatic church tradition, we can kind of sometimes get caught up in like the toxic positivity and we're actually missing where God is trying to speak to us. Like if we can look at that, God uses everything in our lives to speak to us and he uses our emotions and he uses our bodies. And so when our bodies are feeling like tightness or like tension, anxiety, your heart might be racing, uh, your emotions, you feel frustrated, you feel ashamed, you feel overwhelmed, all of these things, like this is not, this does not mean that you are bad and that you are not being a good Christian. This is actually your body and emotions telling you, hey, (laughs) hello, like God wants to say something to you. There's something going on that he wants to help you uncover and he wants to help you heal. And so when we look at these things, like, you know, we can just feel so condemned, like, oh, I'm like, I'm dealing with depression or I'm dealing with, you know, whatever condemnation, like, oh, I just have still more, so far to go still. Like, no, that's actually a lie. Like what is happening is that something's being pushed on. It's like, if you have a little wound and maybe the emotion that's coming out, it's like, it's being like, you're rubbing up against something it's causing friction. And so when you can identify instead, like, oh, okay, I'm feeling something, huh? You come at it with curiosity of like, huh, I'm really feeling frustrated right now with my kids. Like, I wonder why, okay, what's the lie I'm believing here right now? Well, maybe the Mm -hmm. lie I'm believing is that this is too hard and Mm -hmm. my kids are in my way or, you know, whatever the lie is. And then, okay, why am I, why am I feeling that one? Like, okay, well, they did this and they did this and they did this. Okay. Well, what's the real truth? The truth is that my kids aren't in my way. God has given them to me to grow me. And, um, what was the other thing I said? Oh, you're feeling frustrated. Is that, is that, (laughs) yeah. Okay. So why am I feeling frustrated? Well, things aren't going my way. Okay. Well, I'm overwhelmed. All right. So get to the root of it. Like keep going down, like levels down, the more down you can go and asking yourself, why am I feeling this? Where is this coming from? You're actually creating Mm -hmm. a lot of things at once. You're creating the ability to be very self-aware of yourself Mm -hmm. You're creating the ability to let God in. Like you're not ignoring what he's trying to tell you through your emotions and your body. You're letting your kids grow you. You're letting your circumstances grow you. And you're just leaning in basically leaning in with a listening ear of like, what would you tell me through this Lord? 
-hmm. instead of just like stuffing it down, like just trying to be okay. Okay. I'm going to put some worship music on just be okay. Again, like you're actually, when you do that, you're actually missing out on God speaking to you. And so when we do that and we start being people that, you know, kind of more and more consistently can recognize an emotion being like, and like take a hold of it and be like, okay, what am I feeling? Instead of the emotion just passes us by and we step yeah. it down, we realize it. But the more you can catch your emotion and examine it, like, huh, let me look at this thing. <laughs> we, we can be people that teach our kids to do that. Yeah. And so I think like, learning to do that first is key, but what are some of the lies, Liz, that you think we struggle with as moms? Man, there's a lot. What, what's funny is they're all about me. (laughs) So yeah, I'm not good enough. I can't, I don't have what it takes. Um, I'm too tired. I'm too busy. Um, I know for me, a lie that I've, still battle sometimes, but it used to be like, it was so, it was one of those lies that was so, I didn't know it was a lie and it was just, it had become an operating system. So what's crazy is that these lies can become part of your operating system where you're just in this, like, um, you know, there's scales, like you just don't see the reality. So I used to believe that in order to be a good mom, like that being a mom had to be my one and only, or at least very, very, very primary focus. And I couldn't do other things because other things would take away from me being a good mom. And if I had any other dreams or ambitions or things I wanted to do, then that should wait until my kids are older so that I don't have to take anything away from them. I should be giving all of me to them all the time. And so that like, I think is a lie that a lot of, especially women in the church believe. And I think, oh my gosh, we could really go down this trail that, that text you sent me yesterday, the lie that our job as women is primarily just to be a homemaker and a wife and a mom. And that that's like, and what's funny is I actually enjoy all those things. I like to cook. I like to, um, you know, sit with my kids. I like to teach my kids. I like doing all those things, but the lie is that that's it. And so I think that for many of us, we limit the lie is that we limit what we're capable of. The lie is that you can only do, you know, one, maybe two things with excellence and the rest of it has to wait. The truth I think is that obviously we can't be excellent at all things all the time, but it's not necessary to, to lay um, your dreams and the impact you want to make in the kingdom and any ambition you have outside of your kids, you don't have to lay those things down on the altar of motherhood and say, oh, my kids are first. That's going to have to wait. So mm-hmm. that is a lie that I believed for way, way, way too long. And actually I was talking to a friend today. She said, you know, I have a friend who has a, a child with special needs and she also runs a business. And she said, I was asking her one time, like, how do you do this? Like, is it hard? Do you feel like running your business? Um, makes it more of a challenge to deal then with your, your special needs child and have the patience and have the, she's like, actually it's the opposite. I feel like such a better mom to my special needs child, because I have this business, because this is something that energizes me. And I, I, my cup is filled because I'm doing something I'm passionate about. And I, there's purpose in it. That I think is a lie that a lot of us as moms believe. And then I think it translates to our kids. Like so many of the lies 
that our kids believe are rooted in the lies that we've believed that we're passing down without knowing it. I can only do so much. My, my future is not self-determining. I think that's a huge thing. Like we think that we're just like stuck, like no one's stuck. You can totally change your future. You can totally change your destiny. You have a say in who you become and in what you do and, and in what you pass down to your kids. Like our futures are self-determining largely, obviously we want to be in partnership with the Lord so that we're doing things with him. But we have a choice in what we're doing and, and what we're creating with our lives. We're made to be, we're creators because we're in, made in his image and he's a creator. So I could talk about lies that I've believed for a really long time, maybe not all day, but the main one is that there's a cap, you know, like there's, there's limits to who I can become and to what I can do in terms of God's dreams for me. There's limits of course, to what I'm capable of doing as one little person. But I think that the the injustice is when God's got this dream that he's put inside of you and the and you believe the lie that either you can't do it or it has to wait or that it's not from God. You know, I think the enemy loves us to think that our our dreams and our ideas are selfish or that, that it's all about us. And really like God's behind all of it. The the dream for Um, wanting to make an impact and wanting to have a successful business and wanting to have kids who love Jesus, it can really be all about the Lord and, and he wants it to benefit us too. So as any good parent would, you want your kids to prosper. So I was just going to say, if you have this, this lie, let's take that one of, you can't do all the things God has called you to do. It's too hard. It's too overwhelming. It's too much. You're not enough. You don't have what it takes. You're inadequate. Like there's a lot of lies underneath that. And so every mm-hmm. time you cut, you stumble into um, a roadblock or an obstacle, that lie comes back up. And if you don't take that lie and feed the truth into your brain, your circumstances will say, see, that's true. It's true. I can't do it. It's too much. I really, I, I need to not pursue one of these things. I need to, even if the, you feel like the Lord's called you to do it, your brain will take the easiest road possible and tell you this is taking too much effort. I need to back off. And so certainly there are times to back off, but if the Lord has not told you to back off and you do, because you haven't taken that lie and filled your mind with the truth yet. And really like, you know, gotten some healing there. I think mm-hmm. healing is one of the biggest things we have to do. And the Lord does in us in order to, accomplish all of these things. And it's crazy to see your six-year-old or your five-year-old or your eight-year-old or your 13-year-old dealing with these lies already. Yeah. And you can just see clearly how like Satan does want to steal, kill and destroy us. And so with our kids, like when they're doing their math and they're like, it's too hard, it's too overwhelming. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. You know, they feel overwhelmed. Like it's our job and opportunity to, I mean, you have to take time. You have to take a moment and you have to take that kid and like help them like work through what they're feeling, talk about it, and then help them see that this is a lie. Like they're actually, this is a lie right now that Satan wants them to believe this is not the truth. And then you have to fill their minds with truth because they don't know the truth yet. And so you get to be the one that's like, here, let me tell you what God says. Like God actually says 
that you can do all things with his help. He's put Mm -hmm. Jesus inside of you. He lived the power that raised Christ from the dead is in you. He sent us the Holy Spirit, which is our helper to teach us all things. So we have the Holy Spirit that will help you learn your math because God knows all the math in all the world. And so everything is going to be okay. You can do this. God says you can do this because he's inside of you. And he's put this, this is your, this is your assignment child. Like your assignment is homeschool right now. Like what God has called you to do right now and Mm -hmm. be faithful in and overcoming is school. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you. And every day I'm going to remind you that you can do this. You can do hard things. You're not inadequate. Uh, you're not dumb, you're smart and you have the mind of Christ. You know, you're just basically, you're preaching the truth, the Bible all the day long, all (laughs) All the day long long (laughs) (laughs) to your kids over and over and over again. And not in a condemning way. Like, I can't believe you don't know this yet. I've been telling you this for a month, (laughs) you know, like, no, you have to work through these things over and over and over again with your kids because this is how we defend, like, this is spiritual warfare is when we actually defend our kids with the, the truth. Like we've got the sword of the spirit and the, what is it? The sword of the spirit and the shield of faith. Like we've yeah. got our faith and we've got our truth that we already know. Yeah. And whatever measure of truth you already know, you have the ability to give that to your kid. So good, Sarah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, the, even just thinking, yeah, it's like, they're the weakest link a lot of times under attack and we don't even recognize it. And it's our, it's part of our mandate as moms is to be like the watchman on the wall. Like, Oh, there's a lie that's made its little way into your little mind. And I'm going to help you see correctly. And I'm going to help you um, identify. That's just so good. And it's so exciting to me that at such young ages, well, and I mean, I've got teenagers, I've got, <laughs> so they're not all super young, but what, wherever you're at, in whatever season you're in, we get to help program the way they think and we get to plant those seeds of truth. And it, it is like a daily <laughs> all the day long planting, but what an amazing tool for them to, to be given, to let their feelings show them, okay, I'm frustrated right now. I feel like giving up right now. I just want to walk away from whatever this is and to have us come alongside and be like, actually, I, and sometimes they'll even verbalize. Sometimes you don't have to like really dig to find the lie. Cause they'll just say it. I can't do this. Like I actually have said to my kid, like, I'm like, we don't even say that here. Like, I don't ever want to hear you say, I can't because you absolutely can't. So we're going to try again. Um, tell me what you could say instead of, I can't do this. Like there's a million other ways to express that you're feeling frustrated and you don't know how. So how can I do this? Will you help me figure out how to do this? I don't see the solution, but I know there is one. And then yeah, letting but letting them feel the feeling. I think for so long and this is kind of how I was taught like we don't we don't sit in our unpleasant feelings. We just move on. And so, yeah, letting our kids feel how they feel, but then identify the lies and replace them with truth. That's just such a, we could talk about, we could do a whole thinking seminar on just this one topic and really identifying, but that may be something as you're getting time with your kids and maybe not having to do homeschool is just paying attention to those cues and identifying like, what are some lies that maybe have a little bit of root in me 
and what I'm believing, what, what my operating system is, is there a lie that's worked its way in so that it, I'm actually operating out of a lie? And what are the lies that the enemy is coming at my kids with that's affecting how they function and what they believe and the choices they make, um, how quickly they give up on things or how quickly mm-hmm. they want to, you know, walk away from things that are hard and, you know, just being faithful. And sometimes I used to do this. I haven't done it recently and I should, but having like little note cards with just declarations and scripture posted in like key places. So like where people see them for more than a second, like on the fridge, or I used to put one like right above the toilet paper bathroom. Like, you know, when people come to sit on the toilet, they're going to sometimes be there for a second. So having like a scripture that they're going to look at while they're sitting there, but part of, like you said, you don't know it's a lie until you know the truth. And the more we can just keep the truth in front of our kids, the better if they can read. Yeah. It's just another yeah. one. So the three steps, identify emotion coming from the struggle, mm-hmm. let it, let the emotion point to the lie and then counter it with truth. And you can do that with your kids all the live long, <laughs> all the live long day. And if you feel like, oh man, I don't know. I don't have a ton of scripture memorized. I don't know where all of it is. Sarah was saying, and this is like the easiest thing. Well, if you're not exactly sure, of course you can search in the Bible, but just flip the lie on its head. It's the truth is usually just the opposite of the lie. So there's a a hack for you (laughs) if you're wanting to know the truth. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today. Okay. Bye. Bye. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts, so do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.